We're going to have some fun with RJS in this episode. So here I have a link to remote called Show Me the Magic. And I'm going to do some RJS stuff, show you some tips and tricks in the do magic action, which is just this RJS file. So when you click the link, this RJS file gets triggered. It generates some JavaScript, sends it back to the client, and then the JavaScript gets executed. And that's how RJS works. And so let me just put a page alert in here just to make sure this is working. Now when we go to the browser, click the link, it should display the alert, and it does. And so let me, just, let me think of something to do. Let's say I want to toggle the uh, reviews tag. So I can use the toggle method, and I tell it to toggle the reviews div tag, which is this list of reviews here. So when I click the link, it toggles it back and forth, toggles visibility of it. And there's another way to do this, actually, which I kind of like better, which is to pass square brackets to page and first fetch the element of the div tag and then call a method on that, which is toggle. And this seems like a little bit more direct way to do it, which most methods except you can do it either way, pass an ID after calling the method and the method parameters, or call the method on the ID element, the, the element itself, like this. And so that works too. All right, let's think of something else. Um, let's say I want to change the value of this name field here. I can do that with review name, which is the the ID of that text field, call value on this, and then I can set the value directly. So this is cool. And now click the link and notice it inserted this is cool in the name. And so it allows you to set variable set variables in a sense directly uh, through this approach. Call setter methods and so on. Alright, let's um let's say now, one misconception about RJS is that it's not really interacting with the client side directly. It doesn't have access to all the elements on the page directly. All it's doing is generating JavaScript, which then interacts with the client side. So stuff like if conditions are really hard to do in RJS because if it depends on something that's the client side, you need to actually use a JavaScript if condition. You can't use a Ruby if condition because Ruby itself doesn't have access to everything on the client side. So let's say I want an if condition here. And if the, the review name um, field has a value of foo, then I want to do something. And to do that, I'm going to have to, have to actually generate a JavaScript if condition. And RJS allows you to pass any kind of JavaScript you want by using these two angle brackets. And so you just pass a string of JavaScript. And so we could do that. Um, let's just have if, and then pass, uh, let's call it review name, and get the value of that, and see if it's equal to uh, foo. And then if it is, We can do something here. And that way you can kind of use if conditions. And so let's just say uh, alert, say 
Hi, Foo. Alright, so let's try this out. So if if the name is blank, it probably won't do anything. If the name is Foo, and click the link. Then we get this alert message saying hi Foo. So we've successfully built an if condition that relies on the client side. And so the two can kind of interact in a little bit in a sense like that, but you just have to be careful because RJS doesn't have direct access to all the elements on the client side. Um, let me think of something else. Let's say I want to uh, select multiple elements on the page and do something to those elements. And you can do, you can do that with page.select. And this is really cool because it takes some syntax that is very similar to the CSS selector. And so let's say I have my, rev my reviews element. And let's say I want to take all the strong uh, tags inside that element, all the bold tags, which is all the author names. And then you can pass each to this. And we've got that element. And so you could do pretty much anything you want to this element in this block. So you could call element dot, let's do a visual effect, and do a highlight. And so now when I click the link, all the strong tags inside the reviews div tag should uh, be highlighted. Let's try that. And so it does. So you see that little highlight right there. So it does highlight all of the, the strong tags in the reviews element here. Now all this stuff that I've showed you it's not really interacting with the server side at all. It doesn't access the database. It doesn't render partials. It doesn't really do anything in the server side. And if you're doing RJS like that, then it's kind of pointless to have the client send a request to the server just to get back some JavaScript that just does little visual effects like this. And so you can actually add RJS in line. And so instead of calling this do magic action in the, the link here, Let's do something else. Let's do a link to function. This is another method. And instead of providing a URL to access, we can pass a block. And so this is pretty cool because it allows you to pass a block of RJS to it. So now we can add whatever RJS we want directly in line here. Show me the magic. And it works as well. And you can see that it's actually uh, in line here and it doesn't, it's not actually sending a request to the server just to do this little visual effect. And so that's pretty cool. If you want the benefits of RJS but you don't want to send a request to the server, you can do it all in line there. And this is kind of messy right here, so you might want to move this into helper method, but I won't get into that. So here's a few tips on how to use RJS. I hope you found this useful. Hey, do me a favor and check out our sponsor, peepcode.com. They make excellent Ruby on Rails screencasts, so it should be right up your alley.